Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Tuesday, and we're in the season after Epiphany. In this season, we hear about the beginning of Jesus' ministry, the time from his baptism until his transfiguration, until the time he turns to make his way towards the cross. We begin our prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Psalm 15. O Lord, who may abide in your tent, who may dwell on your holy hill, those who walk blamelessly and do what is right and speak the truth from their heart, who do not slander with their tongue and do no evil to their friends, nor heap shame upon their neighbors, in whose eyes the wicked are despised, but who honor those who fear the Lord, who stand by their oath even to their hurt, who do not lend money at interest, and do not take a bribe against the innocent. Those who do these things shall never be moved. This psalm opens with a deep and very serious question. Who is able to abide and dwell in God's presence? What kind of person can abide in the temple? It's not just a question about what qualifies a person to serve as a priest or a minister in God's temple, but it is really about all of those who come to worship before the Lord. This is, an inquest- this is a question about the entire worshiping community, not just some who spend their time in the temple. It's about the whole people of God. These are a people who, while they do not live or work on the temple grounds, see their whole life as abiding in the sanctuary and dwelling on the temple mount. At certain times during the year, people would make a pilgrimage to the temple to worship, to offer sacrifice and prayer, keep the festival. But throughout the rest of the year, people would turn toward the temple as part of their daily prayer. The glory of God dwelling in the temple served as a center and orientation and anchor point within their life of a people who lived their life in faith and love toward God and towards their neighbor no matter where they were scattered. 
And so even though a person might be far away from the temple, the person still dwells within God's presence. And so the question at the start of the psalm might be thought of asking who can be numbered among God's faithful people. What follows a description of how we might specifically live in love for our neighbor, showing our love for God by observing God's commandments to live honestly, to speak truthfully, to turn away from evil, and to give generously to those in need. These are the ones who live in God's presence, faithful and righteous to the God who is faithful and righteous to them. There's a direct connection that binds our worship to our actions, our love for God to our love for neighbor, our abiding in the presence of of God within the temple, and our abiding in God's presence as we're out and working in the world. In Jesus, we say that all the fullness of God has come to dwell among us. Because Christ has come into the world, we no longer turn toward the temple to pray, but instead we pray in the Spirit through Jesus the Son. We pray oriented to Jesus and in his name. We might then ask who can abide in the fellowship with Christ? The answer to that question, though, might surprise us because it is no longer based on our acts of faithfulness to the covenant, but on God's faithfulness to us through Jesus Christ's faithfulness to the covenant. And so we'll hear Jesus invite sinners, tax collectors, and all kinds of unrighteous people to find forgiveness, life, and salvation by abiding in his presence. Jesus confounds us by answering the question at the beginning of this psalm with an answer that says, Sinners. Sinners longing for forgiveness and new life. Prodigal sons returning home. And in Christ we are transformed from sinners into saints, numbered among the faithful and given to each other, to now live as God purposed, as God intends, with love and honesty and truth and generosity. Because Christ has graciously welcomed us into God's presence, has made us worthy to abide within this community. We are now free to live honestly by the Spirit, to tell the truth, and to act justly towards our neighbors, and to give generously to all in need, and to welcome others who are in need of God's healing, loving, and forgiving presence and peace in their life. In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. We pray, gracious Father, for your holy Catholic Church. Fill it with all truth and peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in need, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite us. For the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son. Most high and holy God, pour out upon us your one in unifying Holy Spirit. And awaken in every confession of the whole church a holy hunger and thirst for unity in you, through Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord. And we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for people in neighborhoods that are overwhelmed by violence, for the victims of shootings, for all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for first responders and all who care for the wounded, the sick, the needy, for those who are ill in body, mind, or spirit, and for all who come to their aid, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.